0: to you direct from Bris Vegas, Australia. We are four music fans who have agreed to disagree on just about everything in popular music. I'm Lord Ben, Lord of the Lords, your humble host, and a real-life Meatloaf fan. I'm joined by my three bats out of hell, Lord Brett, your own Kenny G, and your long-haired lover from Coochie Mudlow, Lord Al, the Enigma, he loves the obscure but won't deny the heavy metal youth in his closet. And Lord Kev, still keeping up that fake Irish accent, if only to deride anything that ever sold more than five copies. Lords of Loud. And welcome back to The Lords of Loud. This is episode 94 of The Lords
1: of Loud. 94 on the spot, Al. Go. NT plus 4. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> what? Tell me well, I'm wrong before 95. Oh, that's
0: even that's even worse. Okay, on the spot, classic album from '94. Go, yeah, um, Dookie what's... Green Day. Oh, oh man! No, you said classic
2: <laughs> <laughs> era. <Error>. Um, <laughs> who remembers the years
1: like that? I don't know. This is your your pocket too. This is your pocket, but I mean, mm. I'm not, you, should I'm have, not... you should be going. Oh yeah, pulling them out. Like, I'm sure the '95
3: was what, okay. Computer. Yep. Because I think when it got to the 25th. Anniversary of that. I went, holy
2: shit, I'm old. Well, hold that thought, Mr. Allen, hold that thought. Ooh, all right.
0: Cool. So, yes, thanks for joining us. And uh, Tonight's episode, very controversial, this one. Oh, Hugely man. controversial. Love. So settle in. We're going to be talking about uh, why Sex Pistols are the only punk rock band of all time.
2: <laughs> and if you hear that pin drop... <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound of everyone instantly right. understanding what Ben's getting at. I've I just taken the this. safety
1: pin out of my ear. Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Either that or it's the sound of everyone just turning the podcast off. Right? Yeah, exactly. Mm. That's crap. <laughs> that,
0: that, that basically proves my point. That's, yeah, that's my Lord <laughs> Albert for <four-wheel>. winging Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. All right. But, uh, of course, we have to do Album of the Week before that. And Lord Kev, you've got Album of the Week this week. He's promised it's a belter. A, it, 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 a super belter. It's a super belter. It's an ultra belter. A meta-belter,
2: no less. It's an album of the week. As uh, Laudal pointed out before, um, this is from 1991, and um, this one makes me feel like a very old man. It's its 30 years anniversary this year. This month, in fact. It's my bloody valentine. It's loveless. It's their... um, I guess officially second uh, uh, album and unofficially last, although they <laughs> released ones before and after that kind of didn't make any sense. It's great story behind it, it's the album that bankrupt Creation uh, record, they
4: spent <laughs> the, almost
2: a decade and everything that Creation had ever earned on making this record. Kevin Shields went into the studio and never came out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it sort of would release things like to hear notes when and stuff, and people knew that there was something extremely new and different coming around the corner. It's kind of held up as you know the um, peak shoegaze. You know, it's where it, it's where the crest, um, um peaked. I guess on that kind of um, um movement. Um, the 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 track to to play is uh, only shallow. It's track one. I will admit that when I first heard this, I thought the LP was. Uh, warped, <laughs> um, such as the use and reliance on something that uh, Shields called um, glide guitar, which is heavy, heavy tremolo, lots and lots of tremolo, lots and lots of distortion, lots and lots of guitar tracks. <laughs> and, um, but, you know, I, I, just just for me, it's, it's it's. I, I joked before about it being a metal belt or not, but yeah, it's it's one of those ones that's just like, it's a Kev classic album, I absolutely adore it. Um, I loved it when it came out, once I realised it was sounding okay. Um, and you'll probably hear what I mean. Um, I think I may have played this one for you before. I'm not ashamed to do it again. There's four snare hits and you're into it. So this is track one from the wonderful um, Loveless by My Bloody Valentine.
1: Yes, yeah, in the headphones, it's a bit of a head spin, isn't it? Because you that when when those guitars, like I said, they sound like well, like you said, they sound a little bit like they're warping or whatever. Yeah. It's sort of a whoa. Is there's head... a lot going on. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Mm-mm. there's there's other sort of like uh,
2: ambient stuff on on the album um, where there's no drums playing and there's no um, discernible bass line, and um, it's just effects and it just is a sw- <laughs> just a wash. Wow. You know, just <laughs> to hear "Northwind" yeah. is a really good example. Um, at the end of the album, there's, there's a, a, a song that's got beats in it as well. So it kind of mixes up and around a bit. Um, but, yeah, love the album. You know, love those days. 30 years ago, I feel like an old granddad. <laughs> uh, I can't believe it. But there it is. Album hey. of the week. Very good. Check it out, kids. Check it out, Check yeah. It out. Do
0: yourself a favour. Go out and check out some mind Valentine. Jump on your electric Valentine. scooter and get down <laughs> yeah. to your iPod shop. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's right. You can get a download. It.
1: <laughs> download it from your iPod shop. I like it, yeah. Yeah, nice
0: one. Or just ask your personal assistant.
1: There you go. <laughs> um,
0: all right, so on to tonight's main topic. Controversy. Controversy mm. abounds. Mm. Um, so... I guess the premise here is that if you believe in the three pillars of punk rock or the punk aesthetic, as I do, I do. <laughs> so basically, this is this is like I lay down the rules, and then I and then so then I can't be proven wrong. You know, this is this is one of these. Type oh, I love right? it! I, I love it! Yeah,
1: I like
3: it. Do we have to give them a score out of twenty? No, no, no. Right. Give it your best. those so well, three pillars. Then.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so the three pillars in my mind of the punk aesthetic or, or punk rock. Is you know a political anti-establishment sort of anarchic uh, trait. Mm. You know, it's about tearing tearing everything down to the ground. You know, going against what's there and and, and, mm. and ripping it all apart basically. That's pillar one. The other one is is an anger. Uh, you know, fierce energy, um, and you know the fast playing, the the sort of um, aggressive nature of the songs. You know, yeah. to to sort of achieve that. Um, and then there's the the sort of the, the lo-fi um, self sort of deprecating originality again tearing it down you so it has to be original has to be continually non non reproducible sort yeah. of thing you know it's this sort of yeah. thing that's that's like a puff of smoke and then you you can't go back and do it again type thing mm. um, that self destruction I guess is so those are the three pillars as I define them for for punk rock and I guess based on that. My contention is that Sex Pistols were the only band. To there can only be one band who is punk rock. Yeah. Because you can't any band that goes on to then try to do that, like the Clash or other bands, mm. is just replicating something that can't be replicated and by its very nature, yeah, has is something that has to sort of be there and and, and just disappear like you know tear down and 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 be gone sort mm. of thing. So I love it.
1: I love it. So, why don't why don't you play a little Sex Pistols? So, for we'll us? do a little
0: bit of Sex Pistols just to just for, to get in the mood.
1: Just for uh, you know, Margot who probably hasn't, yeah, well, hasn't heard of who Sex Pistols. Hasn't yeah. Heard of sex Pistols. So, or it's and, been a while. And anyway. the vi- you know, I guess
0: <laughs> for Margie, the reason Sex Pistols are the one, you know, just a single album, mm. in and out, yeah. came with <laughs> such fury and fire, all the anarchic energy. Um, a single album, in and out. There, the, mm. yeah, that's it. Yeah, essentially, the career's over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so and this is the first track off that album, which talks about talking about Politicos, talks about the Berlin Wall uh, at the time, and, and um, it juxtaposed against the idea of just going off for a happy holiday, you know, on a uh, you know in, in the UK somewhere on a, in a holiday destination versus them deciding to go to visit the Berlin Wall and, and this sort of this sort of thing. So uh, this is Holiday in the Sun, Holidays in the Sun, the Sex Pistols. That just gives you a little taste. So I'd like to hear, you know, I don't, I know, you know, there was there was plenty of bands that they were influenced by, and, mm-hmm. and um, you know, obviously the Ramones, you know, Stooges, uh, even New York Dolls, those sorts mm-hmm. of bands mm-hmm. that were that all had elements of what led to, yeah. I guess, the crescendo of, of what was sort of that punk eth- ethos. Yeah. Um, but I feel like anything after that was just copying the Pistols. Yeah. Um, and didn't bring the same fury and, and like like I say for the for the fact that I've just outlined that it is it has like it's almost like if you believe in that true punk aesthetic, it's like we joke about with Kev all the time, you know. Once they're popular, yeah, 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 they're not yeah, that anymore. Not, yeah, that's no, a different no. thing now, you know,
1: that sort of thing. So well, you get that because again, they're almost lucky by default because if they could have put together a proper second album. Um, then they would have learnt too much from the first album, and therefore they're already they're already doing stuff which is they shouldn't be doing. That's right. Which is you get in, you make a hell of a lot of noise, uh, uh, you you. The same thing again of of you know part of that aesthetic is, uh, uh, annoying the older generation, saying things you're not supposed to say, mm. right? So if you do it again. Then aren't you just you're almost like a, becoming a caricature of yourself? Yeah. And as you as you're suggesting, anyone who comes after the Sex Pistols, all they're really doing is that well, they're just cherry picking the bits you like of punk.
0: That's and, right.
1: And already you you've ruined the the whole sort of idea of it.
0: Exactly. And they were the first, you know, they actually, you know, yes, you had the Ramones, Stooges, like I said, those sorts of bands, but they weren't popular on. They weren't hitting the media, you know. Like, Pistols made such an uproar mm. in mm. the in in the in common culture yeah yeah we talked about something yeah. like
2: that at one point didn't we about how you know it's all very well being the best musician ever or mm. or creating this brand new sound but if nobody hears it that's right it's not, not making know, an impact I mean yeah. the thing that they did was <laughs> they deliberately went out of their way to be as you know reprehensible as possible you know they'd seen it with the stones you know where where the the media over there were just so ready mm. to tear these people down and attack them for being, you know, youthful thugs and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. we just went, this is the way to get publicity. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm. Yeah, I feel I feel like, too, you know, they they made a conscious effort, you know, Lydon himself, like, particularly. I mean, he was picked up, he, he was signed to the band because he was wearing a, you know, where it said, I, I hate Pink Floyd T-shirt. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. so they were a direct response to... The excesses that had happened with mm. prog rock, and yeah, you know, some of the other, you know, um, even glam to some extent, like the, you know, not the nice side, of, not the raw side of glam, which yeah. was which was your early Bowie, you know, Bowie and um, New York Dolls and that kind of thing. Mm. It was the the ugly, like the the bloated glam that came sort of after, you know, they mm. so they, you know, the Gary glitter, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know, that sort of ended. I, mean, I think special- it
2: was definitely a reaction against another musical form and that's what I think makes it so fascinating as mm. as a statement is like um and and why it can only be short lived perhaps as well because that's a really small idea, mm. right? You're just gonna go out and do something that's the exact opposite of what you perceive to be boring and rubbish. Yeah. Um that's not anything other than just like an attack. Yeah. But fuck it's entertaining. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um it didn't come out of the clear blue sky, like you said. Mm. If there's three things that we're looking for in your argument that define a punk band, or the only punk band, yeah, the, pist- the Pistols kind of were the year that punk broke. Mm. They were the face of that. Yeah, But there was plenty leading up to it that had all of the elements apart from success, I think. Yes, And yeah. I'm talking about mc5s and absolutely. dolls and people like yeah. that you've mentioned even the saints here in brisbane absolutely where yeah. we get, go out yeah, before yeah. that you know they um <laughs> the, the, when you were listing out your three things i was i was worried that the last one was going to be fashion <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah, because i think the thing that they did was to get noticed was to be as disgusting looking as possible yeah absolutely you know um and i know not that sounds a bit like an exaggeration but yeah that's what they were trying to do mm. you know rip clothes and mm. you know hair with eggs in it and you know pins everywhere for God's sake yeah like, absolutely um, but I think the New York Dolls had that as well they were, they were all mm. about transvestitism and you know basically yep. dressing like women taking the whole um, stones thing and just mm. pushing it as far as it could into you know the high heels and lipstick and all that kind of stuff absolutely and maybe if um, there's a track that you would play there I think I put down Trash I'll give you a flavour of what they're at. You'll definitely hear the massive stones influence mm-hmm. on them. Um yep. Is it quite is it quite the punk rock sound? Mm-hmm. Probably not. I think the stooges were doing something harder. Mm-hmm. But you can hear you can hear a lot of what was about to happen in, in this song. Yep.
4: it! pick it up. Take them like away. Try.
1: What what I find what I find fascinating about it is that, um, and and really hard for people to understand in you know in the current climate where, you know the world is extremely connected, uh, you go back to those times in the '70s when the world isn't connected, yet, these little pockets of the, of that same aesthetic, you know, are popping up. So you're in New York, CBGBs, New York Dolls, television. You know that that stuff is bubbling away there. Meanwhile, um, you know, in in Brisbane, uh, with the Saints, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they they in '75 they they were watching uh, the Pretty Things on tour in '74 '75. That crystallizes the ideas for them. You know, and so they have this bizarre thing of being the only punk band outside of the US to release a single uh, before the rest of them did. Mm-hmm. You know, again going back to I personally believe yes. The 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 Sex Pistols were the, the culmination of all this stuff that that mm. fed into it. Because I I find the fascination, um, uh, uh, you know that Malcolm McLaren, he was manager of the New York Dolls for a bit. Yep. He goes back to to London after seeing the CBGB scene. Yep. And he and he crafts. Yeah, or he helps craft these absolutely. guys? And it's almost like he's, he's taking that aesthetic. Yeah. Because um, um, it's it's almost anti-punk, this idea of, of McLaren going, hey, you know, do this and and, and and I'll take a bit of that and we'll take a bit of this and, and we'll learn what we've we've done about the mm. media from the Stones and that. We'll use that as well. Absolutely. Um,
0: and I think that's it. Like, um, they added that final element. You yeah, know, certainly the yeah, – you look at the – you look at the Ramones and that whole scene, they, there's no doubt that they're influenced by that style that you can... Mm. And that's what the Ramones particularly did. It was to bring that... Um, Stooges had done it to some extent, but they almost professionalised a little bit by the time uh, mid-70s mid was mm. coming around. Like, it was the Ramones that said, you don't need to be able to play your instruments, basically, and you can just churn out, you know, a couple of chords and, and just some, you know, that sort of style of, of short, sharp, you know, just play with your heart as opposed to yeah. having to be proficient, you know, some kind of, like, like prog had been, you know. That was yeah, a, yeah. You know. Um, so,
3: but the Sex Pistols I mean, they were, as musicians, uh, they were good. Like, there was no you know, sloppiness about what they were doing. Like, the guitarist and the drummer are solid. Oh, uh, oh, the oh, bass well, player, the original bass player. Original bass, yeah, yeah. Because when Sid Vicious came along, yes, he was a complete toss-off and his... Whole thing was not about necessarily the music. I think I'd read somewhere that he did want to get better and he did get better, mm. but initially it was just look at me, react to me. Mm.
0: Um, and you're right, the backbone could play. Like, I'm not yeah, going to pretend yeah. like they just came out of high yeah, school, yeah, and yeah, the, yeah, you know, whatever yeah. they could certainly play. Um, I think what overcompensates for that is, is the delivery, is the vocal delivery, and the, <laughs> yeah, that's right, you know what I mean yes
2: and uh, the speed that they were playing at right very often and the, the distortion they had in the guitars mm. meant that even if you're the best player in the world it's gonna sound like a mess mm. right mm. it's just like you're it, and you can only imagine oh, just what heavy that distortion. Like, yeah, but that was like yeah. live you know it's yeah everything's turned up people are screaming and falling over yeah, and, yeah, yeah you yeah. know there's spit flying everywhere like um sorry i missed it yeah you know <laughs> um would have been a, would have been a great time to go and see gigs and just like oh finally you know Good and pe- people talk about that like mm. that's that's that that would have been you know we talked about going on a time machine what gigs would you have liked to see I mean mm. how, how about Sex Pistols at the Free yeah. Trade Hall there and um,
1: and and because they they there was that big lead up period before they released a single of the of the scene they were in right. That that they played live for a while before they actually recorded, mm. you know, and, and that bubbled yeah. that scene along, and and and, it, and it's built on that, you know, uh, for some reason in, in London, you know, these little gigs popped up, and and um and so they weren't suitable for you know these massive stadium bands, they were suitable for that garage band sound, you know, coming out of the, that came out of the sixties. And people looking for you know, these little independent sort of gig where you get up and well the room can only hold twenty people but fuck it let's do it anyway, you know. And and what an awesome little scene to to uh, to be and just the energy because you get that idea, you get that idea in anything that that, that um, it was really lucky they were able to capture that rawness on on because um, you listen to the Sex Pistols and you go I I can see myself there in that tiny room with the, the the roof sweating on you mm. and people spitting on you and people throwing yeah, things well, at the you. The band spitting on the <laughs> on the audience. <laughs> on the audience, that's right. You know? so I <laughs> yeah, like, wouldn't want that, hey Lord Al.
4: Exactly. <laughs>
0: that's it. Well let's hear let's hear from we've talked about the Ramones a few times now. Let's let's hear a, a track from them and this is this is off their the album that came out just before. Um, Never mind the Bollocks and this is Blitzkrieg Bot. imagine as a kid like you say cbgb's or wherever yeah. and you're you've li- or, you know you've listened to, you've come through you know um neil sadaka and like <laughs> you know the, oh, the prog yeah. stuff yeah, and yeah. whatever and then all of a sudden this something like that with energy comes on you like wow yeah. i've f- I found something here that i can you know just changes my world
2: you know? and, and influential as well like um, oh yeah if you think about um you know, the number of people that heard those early gigs and, you know, the punk explosion was two years or something. Mm. The actual truth and of punk thing, but they, the tendrils that came out of it or, you know, changed music forever. Mm, absolutely. And I think that's just astounding. Like, um, not until you had, like, dance music, techno, and that came along, did you have something as revolutionary that just stopped people in their tracks? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, that's um, But a lot of the bands, you know, there was know, bands like the Pretenders or the Police actually came out of you know yeah. being in Talk, bands yeah. of 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 that nature and wanting to mm. do that and just picked up instruments straight away. Talking Heads, people like that, and mm. became so polished and so sort of made such gorgeous, you know, pretty music. In some cases, yeah, um, wouldn't have existed if it wasn't for you know that line in the sand. And uh yeah, I just I just think it's fantastic that that, that happened, that that it took. It took what it took, right? And, and obviously yeah. there was such an overblown, you know, uh, world of, 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 you know, excess in terms of musicianship mm. if, as, as well as, you know, um, album times and things like that yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. There was time just to do something that people had fun to, you know, uh, and could do
3: themselves. Mm. So, Well, I, I think there are two aspects that are uh, that way. Well, one of them counters as what? Your third pillar was Ben, which was that it has to be, uh, I guess, non-repeatable. It has to it has be immediate to, yeah. and thrown away.
0: Well, it's a, it's like an originality that is like a cutthroat originality type thing.
3: See, so, so I wouldn't I wouldn't see it as necessarily that. I think self-destruction. Yeah, uh, I think I think uh, the attitude, like the anti-establishment attitude, definitely. I guess generally, you could say a style of music that had been around for quite a while, even before the Stooges a bit. Um It's just, I mean, it's just noisy rock and roll. Mm. Um But I think also uh, the bits that i read about punk is more as well, you know, it's a do-it-yourself attitude. So you go for your own label or a smaller label. And, and for uh, the Sex Pistols, it was quite amazing. Like, uh, I think they first got signed to EMI... Mm but then pissed them off yep. <laughs> and then got signed to, what was it a and and m yeah. Pissed them off as well. <laughs> yeah. Went cool. with Virgin Records, which at the time was a small mm. Uh, mm. a small label. In, a, in America, they got distributed by Warner, which was considerably larger at that time, mm. but still, I guess, dealing with you know a range of, of acts. So it kind
0: of fit yeah, in. And, and wrote songs criticising... EMI, yeah, that's the thing came out. That was
3: the whole, the whole thing afterwards. And <laughs> yeah, it is a, it is a strange, a strange one having Malcolm McLaren in there, desperately flogging them. Yeah, when it was you know let, let's let's do away with the establishment type of thing. So <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure whether it was we need to do away with the style of music, although like you know. And John certainly got to that point. It was just like, you know, fuck it. You mm. know, all the punks and the same are going to do Public Image Limited. Yeah, that's And right. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, And you know, so the ethos was still like his political beliefs, from what I understand, didn't change. No, it was well, I'll just change the music delivery. Yeah, uh, but I still want to be obnoxious, and, and uh, I mean, I guess controversial. You know, yeah, not of afraid the- of
2: being hated yes but rated yeah i saw him do an interview here when the pistols were doing i think a reunion show yeah and he just deliberately baited the um it was a live feed yes. Yes. he was talking to yeah. this he's like oh they let women do interviews now do they yeah. and, <laughs> was, and she was like oh and like, I,
4: I i get it right yeah, i get yeah, it. It's, yeah. it it's just
2: but i was like you don't you can't fall for this no, yeah, you it, right. really. This is this is the same shtick, you know. I think sc- halfway just... through the interview, got bored of the questions, and just decided to wind it. <laughs> you know, and of course <laughs> there was like, well, we're not we're cutting that interview because and, and it's all over the papers. Hey, yeah, 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 perfect. Yeah. You know, did, did its job. I, th- I
3: think I think mainly because I, wa- I watched that it was on the project. I think it was mainly he was just annoyed that uh, the volume levels in his. His earpiece that he was doing the interview right. were too, too loud. Wide, he was yeah. just like, well, Look, you're deafening me because you're. <laughs> oh, get A-He going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like, just <laughs> everyone shut up. But yeah, of course, he was also being aggressive about it. Yeah, he was, but, he was being pretty obnoxious, which, you know, worked. Yeah. <laughs> and has worked. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I'd have to say, like, with the Ramones, I, like, looking at their first album compared to Nevermind the Bollocks, like, Ramones had nothing. No, no nothing,
1: political stuff. Nothing political, right. nothing
3: remotely
1: no. upsetting. Uh, well, they were 70s ups, slackers, right? You're just like, yeah, yeah, whatever, let's just do... Let's, and, 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 and and almost felt like, let's get the, the song states. over and done with quickly because mm. we don't really want to spend any more energy on that. Yeah, you know? like whereas, was, whereas the whereas the pistols were, I'm angry, but I'm angry quickly. Yeah, but it's also yeah.
0: a, for, it's a call to arms. It's a yeah, yeah. yeah. The only way we're going to fix this is to tear the whole thing down. Yeah, see, yeah. that's yeah.
2: where the MC5 were doing that side of it.
0: MC5 were doing the political stuff. Yeah, but
2: their music was blues. That's right. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was loud, angry, mm. you know, fast, mm-hmm. raucous blues. But it was it hadn't become punk music, yeah. and I think the Stooges are interesting. They weren't. Really political, but they were certainly anti-establishment. Mm. In the terms of their advocation was drugs and more drugs, <laughs> yeah, as far yeah. as I can tell.
3: And oh, I'm basically stirring the pot. I've yeah, been, yeah,
2: being being out there like um, Iggy Pop, you know, mm. m- massive provocateur. But like, he was never he denies being a punk himself. In mm. the terms of that's know, right, he'll
0: he'll be the first to say we weren't. Yeah, they're just a great little rock band. Like they, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah well, they're well, they're we've got a we've got a song. How about yes? We, what you would know? you like to hear? Um, I wanna be your dog. I wanna be your dog. Playbills. Yes. is off their Christmas album.
4: <laughs> so messed up, I want you here. In my room, I want you here. Now we're gonna be face to face.
1: It's relentless so guitar, isn't it? It, it is. It's just it like is. let's hit the. It's head almost of that like home. a doom rock. <laughs> yeah. Sort of, yeah, yeah. It's yeah.
0: almost the start of that kind of. You know. And
3: that's great. Like that's 1965. It's like
0: yeah, far. Oh, oh look, man. they. I mean, they spawned many. Yeah, they were so influential and spawned so many mm. genres. But unfortunately, I don't. I, I, wouldn't,
3: don't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put them up them there as the... Even, yeah, but, that's right. No. You know? but, but but really, like lyrically, never mind the bollocks. It's just it is. I think that like if anything, that would I think make me agree that they are the first. I don't know if the only punk band, but definitely the first punk band if if you've got to have super confronting, you know, holding the mirror up to society, uh, screaming about what you don't like type of stuff, like with that, that attitude with that musical package. Um, yeah, that that certainly takes a cake. I mean, it's... So... so... You know, God Save the Queen. The BBC couldn't even yeah. announce oh, band yeah. that it was and, and in so, the charts. Yeah, so, so, my question on that,
1: so. Kev, given no, that you're, you're our, our UK respondent, um, <laughs> correspondent. Sorry, um, uh, can it only happen in in Britain? Can because what what would a band have to write in the US to be as offensive as saying fuck the Queen? Like what? What you know? What what could the U what could a US band write about that would be the similar to you know uh, uh, taking a stab at royalty? Well, too many. John Lennon said it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Sure. 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 Okay. But you'd
0: have to you'd have to get so many separate factions and and thought mm. processes online mm. in the US to yeah, yeah, yeah. to bring anyone to get, to bring everyone t- together and <laughs> and to bring down the establishment. You know yeah. I mean? like yeah. It, whereas it feels like in in European countries. It might be easier to rally in France or in the yeah. UK. So, it might be easier to rally everyone against the government as opposed to, yeah. you know, because there's already these huge warring factions, you know, Democrats, Republicans in, yeah. in the US. Yeah. It's like to get both part, both sides in on one issue would yes. be very, very hard. I reckon. What
2: like. was interesting was, and I was going to get into like post-punk stuff, um, and, and um, if you look through the American um, post-punk history, they become quite political about particular issues delivered through the medium of punk. Things like um um gay rights or um um straight edge, you know? And so there's all these bands that use punk as a noise for their delivery system yeah. of their belief. Mm-hmm. So it was it's almost like a vehicle onto which you can jump, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's how, that seems to have gone down the road in 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 the US in a way that it hasn't Maintained sure. um, in yeah. the UK, and I would yeah, say that's yeah, a major distinction. Whereas post-punk in the, in the UK meant things like The Fall, and it meant things like yeah, Wire, and yeah. it meant things mm. like um, you know um, well, struggling for names here. But yeah, well, let's hear. Yeah. I mean, I
0: know you've got a Black Flag song here. Do you want to play them as an example of the?
2: Yeah, and and, and this is a great track, and you know it, it goes to show that that energy and that rage. <laughs> I don't know what Henry Rollins going on about <laughs> most of the time, but um, this is this is about.
4: So maybe as we'll get into the I want. it feels good to knock down. It feels If wow the I see the you like me? My life is to your wow the walls. I want. It feels
0: good to yeah, so certainly a, you know, it's got that call to arms type of, yeah, you know, yeah. if, you, if you're not happy with it, go and spray the walls type thing. And it's got, um, and it's not much longer than that. It's one my <laughs>
2: um, Short songs for short people, I think is. For <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, the, yeah, they've maintained their rage and they've you know, um, gone. This is this is the sound that matters, even after you know, how, whatever distance of time that was. That's an American trait that I, I can't really. Name bands like that that, that, that mm. come out of the UK, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. I think
3: also as well with Black Flag, and I think definitely the uh, the Rollins band after for old Hank, uh, was again very much we will either create our own record label or we'll go with a small one so we don't
1: have anyone over our shoulder, yeah, telling, you what t- to telling
3: do. us what to do, yeah. yeah.
1: So. so, can I? Can I Put forward someone who, like I'm, I'm, I'm happy to say that Sex Pistols are the the punk band. They were there at the quintessential moment. I reckon I found the guy who might be Mr. Punk, right? So here's a guy Richard Hell. That's not his real name, right? <laughs> that would have been uh, great if it was. But if, but it's it's, it's Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Stephen Hell. Uh, no, I'm unsure of his last name. it's like my Richard my. Anyway, he was in television, right? Playing at CBGB's. He then, they he do, and again he feels he feels like the punk ethos of. Uh, he liked early television. As soon as they started going beyond that, mm. punkish sort of stuff, he quits. He starts the the Heartbreakers, with ex guys from from, Petty. from the New York Dolls. No wrong. <laughs> <laughs> These are the Heartbreakers who had no hits. Mm. Okay, <laughs> so he starts another band, the Heartbreakers, New York Doll with some New York Dolls guys. Um, Uh, And again, you know, it all breaks up after you know one album or whatever, and then he then he forms his own band, Richard Hell and the Voidoids, right? (laughs) The (laughs) Voidoids. The Voidoids. Now, um, so so basically, almost every band he was in was featured at the CBGBs in the moment we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, Malcolm McLaren said uh, he had the look. He had the cropped hair, the ripped t-shirts, and the leather jackets which helped him inform back in, in hmm. the UK. So I've uh, chosen one of his uh, songs. And again, you know, uh, uh, Richard Hell um, uh, manages to be in all these influential things but never actually gets it across the line. Mm-hmm. But let's have a listen to his song, Blank Generation. Which is what he, he would have wanted, though. Oh, pr- probably, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'd probably be so happy he didn't get any That's recognition right. at all. He, uh, he would... P- p- Potentially, like Kev to like him. Anyway, (laughs) yeah, so let's have a listen to his song, Blank Generation, from 1977. So it sounds like early like Stranglers stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. And, and so that so I find that really fascinating because here's a guy who's who is touching all these bands, and you've got to go, okay, is this guy the contributing factor that that helps all those bands be so influential to to punk? Um, but he never gets ac- never gets it across the line himself, as you suggested. Maybe you know, that's what mm, he wanted. Yeah. He didn't want success. He just wanted to, um, you know, he we wanted to really live that sort of thing because mm. because that's a very sex pistol thing to say. I'm part of the blank generation. You know, yeah. That's uh, right. When you think about we're so pretty. You well, know? that's that. Oh, that's so that,
0: That's that. Self-destructing. Yeah. Nothing matters. Not even oh, us. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm happy to take the piss out of myself. <laughs> the audience doesn't matter. We spit on the audience. Yeah. The label doesn't matter. We shit on the label and, you know, and the songs. We, you know, literally nothing matters. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, so if you look at if you look at um uh, uh on uh, uh, our show sponsor Spotify, uh, you can you can see some um Richard Hell album covers. He he's got that punk aesthetic. You, you can imagine you know, in a pair of light tether, leather trousers, then he's just Sid Vicious, you know, because he's just got that chopped hair. But this is all coming out of the States. This is, you know, mm, the, and bringing yeah. that influence back into the UK. Absolutely.
3: Well, I think post post that period, um, uh, like it kind of ends up splitting, at least in in the US, uh, you've got your, your Carefree Punk, I guess, which would be the ones who went with the Ramones, just like oh, we'll just ride fast. It's fun. fun. Songs. It's, it's fun. fun. Yeah, and you end up with you know blink one eight two or something. Um, and then <laughs>
4: it... <laughs> well,
3: that, that's that's where it goes. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, that's know. Right. I know.
1: <laughs> so they're responsible basically. So,
3: and, and then you get your uh, you know ones that probably go more uh, down like what Kev mentioned before, straight edge bands, and you know, ones that have a more political bend. Uh, Fagazi and people like that. Yeah, you know and. Rage right.
1: Against the
4: Machine?
2: Well, that, that's a lot the of this stuff just well, would never have happened. That's what I wanted yeah. to get at was, mm. you know, and I know it's not really the point of the mm. episode, but that, the wonderful change that it put in place meant that this new music was born. Mm, yeah. But you talk about that being Year zero, mm. you wouldn't have had Rage Against the Machine if yeah, it wasn't for
1: right.
0: someone saying, enough Floyd. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but
0: you're right. It, it, each period goes through like an excess and like, same, yeah, you know, the pop that so that polished pop music of the 80s eventually led to grunge, you yeah, know, and things right. like that. Like that every era has its it. thing where hmm. it gets too polished, too, you know, and then it turns into, and but then I think your point
2: is, is is valid as well is that, um, the great thing that punk did was it went excess straight away, yeah, <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was its own well, it took it by the throat, it was an you know, explosion, just, and it was an yeah. implosion in the same, you know, couple yeah. of years, and um, yeah, and we're all better for it.
3: Well, I think you also get bands who who don't have the traditional punk sound but end up, you know, uh, along the same lines. It's like, well, you're you're a DIY type of outfit. You, uh, you know, are anti-establishment type of thing. You can say offensive, you know, things just Mm. for the... Because you know, you know, you're poking the bear. It's, it's, It's not political, it's just like... I'm going to get a reaction from you because that's funny, <laughs> yeah. and uh, the, the one that comes to mind is TISM. You yes, wouldn't you yeah. wouldn't call them a punk band in terms mm. of sound, but in other ways they tick the boxes. Yeah, um, so. Frank Zappa,
2: you know. Yeah, yeah. that yeah, humour yeah, being yeah. used to constantly undermine everything around. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and and be satirical and, mm. you know. but yeah, not necessarily a punk musician by any yeah, yeah. imagination, yeah. but. Um, yeah, I mean, if if the three the three tenants are there, then you know, I think Ben's got a strong case that you know that the, the, the six pistols um, did something unique.
0: Okay, well, we might end it there. I was, was perfectly wrapped well, up yeah, there, well Kev. Done, Kev. Excellent. I'm <laughs> annoying. You. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Look, this is a great one for you guys to jump on our social media and uh, tell us. Some bands that we've missed that should have been right up there amongst the ones we talked about, or that you totally disagree with the the premise that we've put forward or I've put forward there tonight. So prove Ben wrong. Prove me wrong, please do. Because we couldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But also get onto lordsofloud.com. You've still got time to get some great
1: shirts for Christmas. Hurry up because stock is low. That's right. Very low. low.
3: Leap on Spotify as well. Check out the playlists. Absolutely.
0: Get onto Spotify. Have we worked out how people can even find those yet? Or? You,
3: you just you just type in Hope Lords of the Loud. In fact, Lords it's got about. a new title, Lords of the Loud playlist, so it's even more obvious. Oh, there you hey. go. And the pro, uh, look very in the good. profiles. Don't look in the podcast. Look in the profiles. Well,
1: you look at both? Okay. Yes. Let's say don't tell people not to listen to the podcast. That's very punk of you to say that. They're already listening to it, In fact, it, we're going to burn this podcast so, down right, right now.
0: Fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> 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 all right. But, of course, most important of all, Join us next time on The Lords of Loud. Lords of Loud is recorded at Zip Studios and proudly distributed as part of the Zenith Command Network.